We hope they stick around. I just can't stop thinking about it. There's nothing better than getting caught up in a great thriller. And I have such a wonderful show for you. Angela Black. It's a new character-driven six-part psychological thriller starring one of our absolute favorites, Mrs. Bates, Anna from Downton Abbey. Joanne Froggett is now Angela Black, a woman whose reality is upended when she's approached by a mysterious man carrying an ominous warning. Nothing is as it seems. From the minute I watched the trailer, I was hooked, and you will be too. This show is perfect for fans who like a gripping mystery thriller like Gone Girl, Girl in the Train, The Undoing, and Sharp Objects. I've watched two episodes and I can't get enough. And the great thing is that you can just binge it all. You can binge all of the six episodes for free on demand on Spectrum now. You've really got to start watching Angela Black. I can't wait to talk to you about it once you do. So binge all of the episodes for free on demand on Spectrum now. That's Spectrum Originals, Angela Black. Hi, this is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is Trends with Traction for 2022. So today we're talking about trends that were around in 2021 that we are expect to be seeing for 2022, and these are trends that we think um, should stick around for a while. And may even turn classic, because even white subway tile was a trend for a while, but that's clearly a classic. Oh, absolutely. So there'll be a lot of things we're talking about today that uh, grew out of the fact that everybody was home a lot this year and really taking a hard look at their houses, trying to make them more comfortable and more personalized to make your house more your own. So these trends, I think, have a lot of traction. I do too. And I agree with you. I think a lot of these trends have to do with people spending more time at home. So I think that is very much um, a part of what's going on here. Right. So that's why these 2021 trends should stay around. We hope that a lot of them do stay around because they help you make your home better in so many ways, serve you better, more enjoyable to be in, more comfortable. I'm ready to get started. Are you? Let's go. Okay. I'm very, very excited about this one. Vintage and antique. We have been saying this for so long. This is what to add to your home. These pieces typically are well-made. They're better made than things that are made now. And they tend to have some details that you just cannot get now. This trend may have started with the supply chain issues. Yeah. But I think this is really going to continue. There's so many wonderful things you can say about these pieces. When I feature furniture on my Instagram and on my blog for sponsors, every time I do this, Someone will say, oh, well, that's interesting, or that looks nice, but what's that piece behind it, or what's that piece over to the left? And the thing that they ask about is always an antique piece. And so, I mean, this is people recognize that antique pieces have details that you just don't see very often. Absolutely. And the trend, I do think, had something to do with the supply chain because then people started to turn around and say, well, where can I get something? Maybe a consignment store, maybe an antique store, maybe my grandma's attic. But also, 
and it shouldn't be a trend. It's a movement. It has to be. We have to live like this. Sustainability is so mm-hmm. important. So yes. reusing, repurposing these pieces, and also the rise of the grand millennial look and having younger people who are just getting their first apartment or people that are just buying their first home, they became more interested in antiques. Now, I don't know if that was just because of the supply chain or if it was just a convergence of all these factors. We told you, everybody, and I hope you did it when you first started listening to us in 2017. We hope you, <laughs> you loaded up. When the prices were low, because now I am seeing those prices go way up. And uh, like I have not seen in several years. So I think this is going to continue. Another thing that's going up is wallpaper. Wallpaper is gorgeous and everybody is trying it now. So if you haven't tried it yet, this is your year. Don't feel like, oh, that was just a blip on the screen in 2021 because we really feel like wallpaper is here to stay, even if it's the removable adhesive type. Try it, start small, maybe in a powder room or a guest room, and or even using it in a panel like I have done, creating almost a piece of art from the wallpaper. This is a great idea to really add some color and life to your home. Yes, I love wallpaper. So I do see some wallpaper in my future. Murals are hot and big scale prints are hot. Uh, just really so many designs. It's really, I think, going in so many directions because now you can even have custom printed wallpaper done pretty easily and less expensively than you used to be able to. The collected look. I love this look. It's not one style. You're bringing in a lot of elements, maybe two, three, maybe even four different styles that you're like, it's not eclectic, which I think eclectic was almost purposefully disjointed in a way because that was or is what eclectic is. The eclectic look is much more curated. And even though the pieces may be from really disparate eras or in geography, somehow they all work together. Uh, Keeping a neutral palette is a great idea if you like the collected look as well, because you will have a lot of different pieces, but it can be unified by a really limited color palette. So try the collected look if you haven't. Dovetailing with that, uh, personal touches. Uh, I think people much more now are interested in being a little more bold and adding something really unique to their home. Uh, And so I think Again, I think this has to do with people spending more time in their houses and they're kind of tired of looking at the same stuff and they want kind of a wow in there. So I'm seeing more boldness in decorating and more of an interest in adding something very unique. Uh, You really don't want your house to look like a decorating catalog anyway uh, because that's just kind of impersonal and doesn't really show your unique style. And that has to have derived from the fact that we were all home so much because you had the opportunity to look around and say, oh, everything's kind of humdrum or gee whiz, everything looks like page 14 from the Pottery Barn catalog. (laughs) So I want to add something that really speaks to me, speaks to my family. I was just with a client the other day and she was talking about this piece of art that she wanted uh, me to come over and help her decide where to hang and to get my assistant to come and hang it for her. And she said, it's really, really heavy. It's really, really heavy. So I said, let me see what it is. 
And it's actually a sign, a street sign from this community that her husband's family has a property and her parents have a property. And it's kind of where they met and it's very special. So this artist rifted off the street signs in this particular community. And it's this giant piece and it's metal. But it's so personalized and they're so excited to put it up. Now, had they not been home for all those hours and days and months, maybe they never would have thought about hanging something like that. But it's going to be great. And it really speaks to their family. When we were talking about vintage and antique, you were talking about it being a sustainable style. But that's something I'm seeing as sustainable style. And I think it should be. I think we need to be thinking about, is this going to go in a landfill? So I think there's a lot of thought that we need to put into into purchases before we buy a piece of furniture and think about, am I just buying this as filler for two years or a year until I can buy this thing that I really love? Because if that's the case, maybe see if there's a way to hold off. Just the thought of it being thrown in a landfill just makes me cry. Now, if it could go to somebody, that's one thing, but a lot of times these cheap things fall apart and so you can't even give them to somebody. So I think that's something we really need to think about. Yes, I really think it's just something that now people are thinking about when they're making major purchases. I don't even want to call it a trend. Let's call it a movement. It's something that it's just going to be part of what we do when we make these decisions. We can't just keep buying stuff. I mean, IKEA is great, right? And for its (laughs) purpose, it's great. But you just can't keep buying stuff every three years and then just putting it out when they have the big pickup (laughs) for the trash. We couldn't bring you decorating tips and tricks without our sponsors, so let me share with you who they are today. We all know window treatments can make or break a design. They can also enhance the way you enjoy a room. Hunter Douglas can help you do just that with their innovative window shade designs, gorgeous fabrics, and control systems that are so advanced that they can be scheduled to automatically adjust to their optimal position throughout the day. Hunter Douglas offers shades, drapes, side panels, and even coordinating pillows. And when you tap into Hunter Douglas's Power View technology, your shades can be set to automatically reposition for the perfect balance of light, privacy, and insulation. I'm really intrigued by the side panels that Hunter Douglas is offering. So I ordered their style guide and also set up a consultation with a local dealer. And you can too. Visit hunterdouglas.com slash DTT and get your free Style Get Smarter design guide with fresh takes, creative ideas, and smart solutions for dressing your windows. That's hunterdouglas.com slash DTT for your free design guide. Got a little COVID cushion? Looking to have a more balanced life and better health? Intermittent fasting is your answer. I started IF in November. Then I discovered Fastic, the intermittent fasting app. It has helped me so much to stay on target and to get healthier. Hey, we're all super busy and we may even be putting ourselves on the back burner, but it's never too late to prioritize yourself and your health. Many people download the app simply for weight loss, but that's not all there is to offer. The Fastic app provides daily tasks that support a holistic, healthy lifestyle from better nutrition to better sleep. And you can even chat and motivate each other right on the app. And for more support, 
support during your eating, Fastic has tons of recipes and nutritional guidance in their academy. Fastic is a community that supports fasting is a healthy, balanced, sustainable lifestyle that's centered on more than just weight loss. So join me. Go to Fastic.com or just simply click the link in the show notes, download the app, and use the code DTT to get $50 off a one-year subscription of Fastic Plus. That's Fastic, F-A-S-T-I-C.com or click the link in the show notes and use the code DTT for $50 off. Better nutrition, a goal for 2022? Well, then Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, has to be on your mind and at your door. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef also makes cooking so easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying the delicious home-cooked meals. We love when Green Chef shows up at the door, but we also love taking it out of the box and prepping it together. It's simple. Everybody can get involved and then we can sit down to a delicious, well-balanced meal. You can also avoid the long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with the pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered to the door. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every single week, featuring premium, clean ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Green Chef is now offering DTT listeners 130 bucks off your order plus free shipping. Go to greenchef.com slash DTT130 and use the code DTT130 to receive $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash DTT130 using the code DTT130 to save $130 and free shipping. We love Joybird. Joybird allows you to create a space that really reflects your individuality. Joybird allows you to choose from over 18,000 customization options or browse their curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. I have my eye on the Argo Floor Mirror. It's a tall, leaning mirror in a gold frame. Take a look. You're going to love it too. Each piece of Joybird furniture is made with incredible care using responsibly sourced materials free of harmful chemicals. And through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore the Earth's most precious natural resources. Quality craftsmanship, stain-resistant and scratch-resistant fabrics and limited lifetime warranty on all Joybird furniture. Joybird stands behind its quality and craftsmanship. If it's not everything you've hoped for, you can send it back with their 90-day return policy. So create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit joybird.com slash D-T-A-T and get 30% off your purchase. That's 30% off at joybird.com slash D-T-A-T. A trend that came into being in 2021 is bio Philic. Now, maybe that's a DTT defined one day, but we'll talk about it today. (laughs) Biophilic has to do with bringing in colors and textures from nature. Don't just think plants. Think about the color schemes in nature, textures, maybe some woven things, some rattans, but definitely plants as well. And that definitely came from the fact that we were all staying at home during COVID because you wanted to have something organic around you and it would make you feel so much better to just go and get a little plant or cut something from the garden and bring it inside and it was changed the feel of the entire room. So biophilic, if you see that any place or you hear someone say it, that's what it is. It's basically bringing in colors and actual items from nature, even if it 
was a branch or some driftwood or stones even or shells, anything like that would be considered biophilic. It's so nice to be around nature, particularly if you have to be in your home working or if and when people go back to their offices, bring your crystals, bring, bring your plants, bring it with you to your office. Yeah, bring that outside inside if you can or Open up those shades so you can see the greenery outside. I think that's helpful too. So something else that we've been seeing are coffee bars. You know, you're, maybe you're working from home and you're not in the office, so you're missing that great setup where you can just go get your coffee. And uh, we've set up one in our house so we can get a cappuccino here. We don't have to run down to the coffee shop. And then I have a uh, hot water dispenser, so it keeps my water hot. So I can go in there at any time and go get my cup of tea, and the water is the perfect temperature. So, and I don't think I'm the only one. I mean, this is something that a lot of people are doing. It's just very comforting to have in your home, and it it's very inviting not only for you, but for guests coming to your home. So do you find that you kind of walk over and kind of hang out, waiting for somebody <laughs> to come by and chat like you're at the water cooler? Yay! Uh, what are you guys late. doing this weekend? <laughs> I can't believe we have to do, we have to yeah. work till 5:30 today. Yeah, well. People are also besides coffee, adding bars to their homes or mm-hmm. bar carts are very popular. You couldn't go out to a bar so you brought it into your house. And then you start to like the idea like Anita saying just kind of moseying over and getting a cappuccino at 2 in the afternoon and maybe uh you know 5 in the afternoon you're making a cocktail or something. So these are all things that we were making our homes places that we really want to be in, not just a place that you pay the rent or pay the mortgage and you're out of all the time. And then it's just chores on the weekend. We're creating these spaces that really are serving us. And I think that that is one, maybe it's the only one, <laughs> there's one great thing that came out of staying at home as much as we all have. Well, I do like that one of the things that came out of it was that people now are focused on their home and they can't ignore it anymore. So I like that people are investing in them and making them more of a sanctuary for their families. So I think that's been a good thing. So another thing that we're seeing are repurposed furniture. And this is a fun thing to do is to take a piece that maybe was meant for one purpose and use it for another. So like you can use a table as a kitchen island like Kelly does or you can use a chest as an island, as a kitchen island. Uh, another thing, I mean, this, these are just, there's so many things that you can do. But one of the things I did was I took a, a French armoire that had a mirrored front. And, uh, well, actually, some I had someone do this for me. I did not do this myself. But he took the silvering off of the back of the mirror and then put shelves in. And now it's a display case for, for my dishes and silver. So, I mean, there's just so many things that you can do to really, especially with antiques, because maybe the intent at one point was for something that is no longer needed. So there's just a lot of things you can do to repurpose furniture. And I think it's just a fun, clever thing to do in your home. Well, remember way back when, I don't even know if we were blogging friends then, but when I repurposed the big red 
sectional because I felt terrible about it going to a landfill, even though the cushions and the, the fabric really needed to go. I stripped it all down and then I made it an outdoor sectional for my patio. Wow. Oh, wow. See, what a great idea. I also had some help doing that. But yeah, it right. was a really great idea. And it kind of came because I felt bad about that. And I dragged it out onto the patio because somebody was going to come take it away. And this was at our other house. And when I pulled it out, I was like, wow, it fits perfectly in this corner of the patio. But I can't leave it out here because it's got cushions and fabric and all of this. And I thought, well, what if I took it apart? And I just started pulling it apart. And it was great. Well, so it does it have a wood frame. It had a wood frame. Yeah. So did you have to treat that in some way? Or do you even get rain where you are? Oh, we do get rain, not as much as we would like to get right now, but uh, that was maybe eight, yeah, maybe eight years ago. We were getting more rain then. Mm-hmm. I treated it with marine varnish. Wow, what a fantastic idea! I had forgotten that you'd done that, but I love that. That is really amazing because it looks. Fan- I've seen it so many times; it's beautiful. Yeah, people were pinning that like crazy because they were like, hey, can I do that to mine? Yes, sure you can. You know? <laughs> and we ended up moving maybe four or five years later on. But the people who bought the house, they wanted to keep it. And it was perfect. And as I said, it fit perfectly in the patio. So I just left it for them. Speaking of wood and treating wood, warmer woods are really in vogue, on trend in 2021. And I think they're going to continue into 2022. I think the white, white, white is gone, gone, gone. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? You don't even see that so much on Instagram anymore. And every once in a while, I'll see an account. And w- while it's beautiful, it just kind of leaves me cold, you know, and hollow. So I do like the warmer tones so much. Mm-hmm. Designing for wellness. Again, something more like a movement rather than just a trend. This is as we're saying about the sustainability and the repurposing, it's just something we're all going to need to be doing, not only for the planet, but for ourselves. So much of what goes on home and your family is taking care of people. And then if you're working outside the home, all these things that you're doing, you really need to prioritize yourself at some point too. And be- maybe because we had a little bit more time and maybe some people were under a lot more stress this year with everything that was going on. They were carving out time for it, uh, almost maybe like survival mode. So, but this is great to incorporate into your home. It doesn't have to be standalone sauna or spa. It doesn't really have to be much of anything, just something that supports you and makes you feel good. Even if it's the cappuccino bar or whatever, mm-hmm. it's something, a coffee machine or a, an herbal tea setup, something that's going to support you. So I hope you didn't go out and paint all your furniture that was stained. At one point, everything had to be painted. And now the stained wood is considered very warm and inviting. And it's hot, hot, hot now. So what is the challenge step today? The challenge step today is for your living room. And last week, we did a Pinterest board or a mood board to kind of collect inspiration ideas. So this week... We are looking for an overarching style for the room. So you're going to look at all of these photos, kind of go over everything and select a style for the room. Now, that's not to say that you can't vary from that and put other things in, but you kind of want a focus or a direction. And so that's kind of helping you kind of pick a style because you don't want 15 styles in there. You kind of want one main style and then you can put in some 
bits and pieces from other styles to go with it. And then you're also going to be selecting your colors for the room. And the same thing here with the colors. You want two or three colors to be your main colors. You can bring other colors in. You want to have some sort of unifying theme with the colors. That's so fun. So how do you suggest they choose the colors? Would it be getting paint chips, getting swatches, just pulling things from the Pinterest board or the mood board that they created? Well, I think all of those work. I mean, really, what I would probably do is look at all these rooms that that appeal to you and kind of see what the dominant colors are in those rooms. Are those the colors that you like? If those aren't the colors that you like, then I would continue looking on Pinterest for some specific colors that you like. Or go to the fabric store and start looking at fabrics. And and you can look at all these different fabrics. I mean, that's really a great way to kind of see what you're really drawn to. Yeah, I like that idea of going to the fabric store. Even if it's not a fabric that you're necessarily going to use, maybe it's out of your price point, or maybe there's just maybe too much going on in the pattern or something like that. But if the colors resonate with you, you can use that as a springboard to creating your palette. I think that's a great idea. So what's the define? It is... I'm sure you know what this is, but it's an étage. You said it so nicely. (laughs) Well, don't ask me to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a freestanding set of open shelves, and it's typically used for displaying accessories. But it also can refer to a small work table consisting of shelves or trays, one above the other. So I'm sure you've seen these many times all over the place. Now, would you say that that's very different from a bookcase because the bookcase would necessarily have a back and size, right? So this is all open. This is all open, correct. Now, some bookcases are open on the back, but this needs to be open all the way around. Traditional attache that we would think of would have metal legs, right? but they don't have to be. I think they're very versatile. And I always think of them as tall and thin. Mm -hmm. Not great for books, though. Because you really need those no. sides in the back for the books. So this exactly. really is just for display of, uh, you know, just some accessories. And maybe a stack of books here and there. Exactly. Maybe using the books, uh, you know, on the horizontal mm-hmm. or using them as risers or something like that. But I think it's a really versatile piece of furniture, particularly if you have a room that has a lot of heaviness to it. If you have a lot of wood furniture or you have a sofa without legs that, you know, goes to the floor. So everything feels really substantial. This is a piece where you can add some lightness, but you still have the opportunity to decorate it and create your vignettes and add a little personality to the room without it feeling like another really heavy piece. I I like them a lot. That's true. They tend to be very open and just look around because some of these are just works of art on their own. They're so beautiful. You can get them in any Mm -hmm. different style. I've seen them in very traditional wooden ones. You could get them in rattan. You could get them with the metals and the lucite. I would just caution because it's a lot of open shelving. You just have to be careful of overdoing it with your vignette. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want a full-blown vignette on every single shelf because sometimes these are really tall. So you might have six or even eight shelves. I would maybe do a couple of big pieces, particularly towards the bottom. Maybe even you just do like a basket or something in the bottom. Break it up a little bit. Just don't have different vignettes on every level. Fewer, bigger, rather than lots of smalls. Yeah. And that's the way to go with, with it. I agree. Even one low vase or something, you don't even have to put flowers in it. It could be really beautiful. So what's your crush, Anita? My crush, oh boy, is my new baseboard buddy. (laughs) Oh, baseboard buddy. Oh, well, it sounds so silly. 
Wait, we talked about baseboards. I don't know how many episodes ago it was. Well, but. I know because you you threw me off because I thought, <laughs> okay, I've got this cleaning down, and you're like, oh, da da da, the baseboard. I'm like, the baseboard. I have to clean those too. I'm like, what? <laughs> because so I completely forgot. So you went and found a buddy, huh? Okay. Well, I needed a buddy. Well, and then you know, if I have to go around on my knees all around the house cleaning that baseboard, I'm going to be a grumpy person, and you're not going to want to see me around the uh, water cooler. No, you're not going to want to bump into you at the exactly at the coffee station water cooler. <laughs> no, I'm going to be very, very, very cranky. <laughs> yes, yes, you won't want to be yeah. around me unless it's the wine cart. So that might be helpful, but. Uh, so, you know, I, I need my cleaning tools. So this thing, I don't, I would kind of looked online. I'm like, what am I going to get? So this thing's a long, it's got a long know, stick, like a handle, I guess is a better word. It's already got this cloth on it and it kind of goes around and kind of molds to your baseboard. And it, it did quite a nice job. It's not bad. You can use it dry, but if it's, if it's really kind of gunked up, then, you know, if there's a lot of dust, you're going to want to put, you know, spray your cloth with uh, some sort of cleaner and that'll help help you clean it off. But I've done the whole house and, and I'm still in a happy mood. So there you go. Wow. Well, that says a lot right there. So it's not electric. It's just something that you use no, it's your, just, your hands? It's, it's like, well, <laughs> the thing, the main thing is that it's on this long, it has a long handle. So the okay. big difference is you're not having to get on your knees to go clean everything. And it did a nice job on the fronts of my cabinets too. Oh, but you know, most things that that are on a handle that you might clean with aren't shaped. This is kind of shaped to go around a baseboard. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a niche product, the baseboard right. buddy, right? Right, okay. exactly. All right. Well, I might have to check that out. Yeah, check it out. And about your crush? My, mine is very different than that. It is the Aphrodite Love Box created by my friend Heather Pando. Her business is Little World Design. And I got a look at this Aphrodite love box the other day. I went over and actually brought a coffee, not from my own coffee station, but from Starbucks to my friend Heather. I hadn't (laughs) seen her in months and months and months. Heather is a wonderful artist. She is all about connecting with mother nature and using elements from nature. So very say it together with me, biophilic. Her designs are gorgeous. Oh, yes. And the Aphrodite love box is so beautiful. But she does have other boxes and she has other beautiful bespoke creations on there. So you get a candle, you get one of the everlasting bouquets that's wrapped in the birch. Now, people who were uh, frequenting bespoke decor might recall. I was going to ask. Yes, yes. We had a limited edition of mm-hmm. these bouquets, but the bouquet is different. This is with red flowers that were so beautiful. And then the birch is wrapped with hand-torched hearts. And then you get some white sage and there's this gorgeous hand-poured candle and there's crystals involved. It's just stunning. And what an amazing gift for someone for Valentine's Day or any day of the year. So I'll have the links to uh, Heather's shop, her website, and her Instagram all in the show notes for you. Wonderful. Well, this was so much fun. I really am a firm believer in so many of these trends slash movements that we talked about today. I think they're so important. It's good to think about some good things that came out of being at home so much. I think that we learned a lot in 2021 about our homes and how we want them to serve us and make us happy and provide us with coffee and wine and all those good (laughs) things. 
<laughs> so thanks so much for hanging out with us. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.